welcome back to the show. So we are live. How are you? Good morning. Fun first hour, plenty to get to this hour. I haven't really dove super hard into the uh, Cardinals stuff. They do have a chance to rectify it playing again today, but they lost yesterday. I do want to talk about this. Uh, I know last week there was a bunch of hype, and then Todd Phillips pissed some people off with his uh, interesting comments. Uh, but the Joker actually smashing an October record with a $93.5 million debut. It's October record, yeah? Yep. That's what I said an October record. Oh, uh, wow. It's, uh, I talked to some people I trust that saw it. Some were like, it was good, but I don't ever need to see it again. Had some complaints about the story, but his acting was phenomenal, as in Joaquin Phoenix. Um, but I guess the numbers speak for themselves, and you'd have to call it a success. So I don't know. I put up a poll on, uh, on We Are Live Radio just randomly over the weekend, and it was about 60-40 on if you should go see it or not. So it's kind of kind of a weird situation, but... Overall, looks like people are happy with it. It's like it was going like a seventy percent with the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a ninety-two with the audience. So that's not that wild. Uh, oh, that's any, a good score. Any huh? thoughts? <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean it's fresh. So. I no, I um I haven't had a chance to check out the film. Um, I mean, short of Todd Phillips' dumbass comments about cancel culture, um, from what I've read from critics, at least I respect. Uh, they say it's a f- pretty solid film. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen it myself. But ninety-three million, uh, in October. Um, I mean, they did a great job. I mean, when you got to the point where you're getting law enforcement involved and you're talking about playing protest involved, uh, when it comes to a Hollywood film, that all but says, go see it. And so it sounds like people did just that. And uh, I guess I can't say I'm too surprised at the number. They were projecting uh, somewhere between 80 and 90 for the last month and a half, the, the way it was tracking. And so uh, it's a big win, of course, for Warner Brothers, a big win for Todd Phillips, who continues to show that he is a big blockbuster type of director that can get butts in seats. And I'm, I'm curious to see Joaquin's... Uh, do you want to see it? I do want to see it. And yeah. I heard, uh, yeah, I think if there's been consistency amongst the reviews I have seen is that uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance, people are saying, is just absolutely uh, elite. So I'm, I'm curious to see that. Um, I'm sorry, I, I do want to see what the how dark it is because people keep emphasizing the dark aspect of the, sh- of the film. Talk to somebody who saw it and they're just saying, <clears> like, <throat> the violence is extreme and done very well, but it's extreme. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, hey, Garner, wait. do you want to see it? Or do you have any interest in movies like this? Uh, it's nothing I'm going to see. Did you out. see Dark Knight? No. No? Hmm. I've seen, I don't know if I've seen that all the way through. Interesting. Yeah, you're you're always a bad person. To, I've uh, seen parts of that though. Uh, I've watched it in. I've seen batches of it. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never watched it in one sitting though. Uh, but I have seen, I think, a good deal of it. Um, look good. It was fine. I no. I I don't mind. I mean, I guess is apparently this is a one off. So this is, is not going to fall off. This is not going to fall into any of the other DC Universe stories. This is completely separate from all of that. From what I understand of the film, How they do acknowledge uh, the Bruce Wayne character at some point in the film. That's what I've read from reviews. But outside of that, this is uh, a strictly standalone mm-hmm. film that will have no connection to the rest of the universe. Just like, hey, we're just going to do this little thing? Yeah. And little the, uh, thing. I don't even know if they're... 93.5 million <laughs> open a weekend. Yeah. But even with its financial success, I don't know if they're even considering doing a sequel to this. Like I said, I think they just wanted to make this one standalone, dark, superhero-esque type of film. And just judging by the response from critics and people in the know, 
Uh, they say Joaquin Phoenix is definitely uh, at the top of the list for someone who will probably be uh, one of the favorites come award season. But I'll, I'll, I want to see the film. I I like when the comic book universe goes down these avenues. I think, especially when you know a character like the Joker, it's kind of hard to do a PG movie or even a PG-13 movie mm-hmm. if you really want to get to the origins of the Joker character. And, and again, I don't know its connections. I know people were talking about its connection to you know mass violence that has taken place here in this country over the years. But as far as the character Joker is concerned, He's a serial killer. He has always been a serial killer. Now, uh, you know, the Adam West shows and the cartoons may have polished him up a bit, but the origins of the character, at least in comic book form, has always been this murderous guy who's had no problem yeah, killing I it was weird. Like, did men, you, women, and children. <laughs> That's did you think kind it was, of the character. Did you think it was weird? Like, people like, is this the right time for this kind of movie? I, 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 I will I, say... It's always the right time for any kind of movie. Like, like, yes, I'm yes. sorry. Like, there's, there's horrible movies I, made I, all the time about real stuff right. that's happened. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm of, the, of the thought process. Like, one, it's a film. Um, but if you're as concerned as you pretend to be in regards to what the violence is in this film, then you certainly should go to great lengths to make sure we can reduce that same level of violence in real life. And I, I think, don't think the people who think, really call themselves caring that much will go to those lengths to do so. You're not picking up the phone and calling your congressman. You're not doing necessarily what you can to stop voting in people who are pro-gun and who have no problem with... I think with, you're, it's misguided and you see an industry that you think would maybe listen to you, whereas like public officials and things is much more work. So it's like, this is messing up our society. Like, this ain't messing up our society. Right. This is art thrown out there and it's it covers different aspects and it has a bunch of different meanings and if you think that is this the right time like listen show them with your dollars and don't go spend and not only that we had no problem glorifying the character when it was jack nicholson we had no problem glorifying the character when it was heath ledger so and now, there was now we're ready to draw the line things going on then too. and those exactly so i don't this idea that now we're ready to draw the line in the sand with this joaquin phoenix interpretation of the joker seems fairly silly silly to me i wonder but again i just think people if you really care as much as you say that you do and i believe probably a vocal minority were saying that i'm sure too. they are and i think if you really care that much then focus that energy to that i don't think Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix and the folks at Warner Brothers are necessarily completely responsible think, for the, the violence that takes place in our cities. They're, if anything, the reflection of what's taking place in our society than anything else. They're telling a story that we already know that exists. I'm not saying it's not like it can hurt that this feels kind of real. That sucks. Yeah, I get it. Where you can be like, oh, some kind of mentally ill white dude has a problem with things and. Goes on a rampage. Yeah, I can was see it, where that'd be super sensitive, it, but also it, like wasn't it Gacy who dressed up as a clown? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, what I'm saying. So like I said, this color. is like I think we can all look at real life issues as to why these certain characters exist. So the idea that the Joker, this character, is what's pushing society to be violent is silly to me when we know it's a reflection of the Gacy's of the world and the other crazy serial killers of the past of the '60s and the '50s. So the idea that now presenting this movie in 2019 will incite more violence. I, You sound like the people that are talking about video games every time right, a mass shooting comes Right, out. right. It's just, come on. Right. We've, we've seen people do studies and such. Let's calm down. That's, and, and that's how I feel about it. And again, why? And it I think, could be a minority. Here's, here's a question, and try and be objective when I ask this. Okay. Are people saying this because, okay, so lots of people I respect and like even just us talking about it. Would the extreme versions of people who got annoyed or 
super offended by Todd Phillips' comments, would they then weaponize their thoughts and say, really, you're going to do this movie? Like, would that be the same person? And you can say no. Does that make sense? Because I don't think that many people are screaming that you shouldn't put Joker out right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if some of those few would be people that are annoyed by what he already said. I was Same just type of person. I, I yeah, I was only annoyed because I, from a creative standpoint. No, no, no. I, but but you didn't take it to say, Joker. Oh, whoa, whoa, too far. No, right now. no. I think like I said, I think it's a film. And to Gardner's yeah. point, it's a video game. Like I think. I think there are a lot of us who grew up on video games. We all play the 007 where you can take a silencer and shoot your villain in the face. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't see any of us, you yeah. know, parading into a school or a post office or a movie theater with automatic weapons shooting up innocent people. Right. So I, I think that, look, I, I'm with Todd Phillips in that let the movie stand on itself. If the movie sucks, it sucks. If it's good, it's good. But I don't think Todd Phillips releasing this movie or Warner Brothers releasing this film is going to add to the scourge of violence that we see every day in our newspaper and we read online. I just to to that's a bit of a reach for me. I think I think it's very interesting what we yeah. What adds to the violence is legislators doing nothing. There you go. That, I mean, that's really that simple. It, 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 like Todd Phillips and Warner Brothers creating a character which is literally based on real life villains, real life murderers. I don't think that's contributing to why kids are yeah. wanting to be more that's violent or being violent or having the access to it's automatic weapons. in the back Politici- pocket of the NRA. And, it, and I think to that point, I think it's lazy, I think, for legislators to even continue to pump up that narrative when they are actually in a position to physically yeah. help oh, I don't, and I reduce don't think, violence. I don't think those folks would say anything about the Joker movie, do you? Politicians? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think oh, so. Oh, absolutely. I don't yeah, think absolutely. now. I yeah, think that was a weird thing that they did in the, with like censorship in the 80s and 90s. But like it's kind well, of flipped. Well, they could. I would think it'd be more of a left-leaning censorship. Well, here's the thing. Because it's Todd I mean, Phillips. And it's, well, I mean, Republicans have gone on television and blamed video games for shootings already. So why, wouldn't, sure. why wouldn't they use I'm saying else? I didn't hear one. Did you? I've heard one recently. Oh, Joker. I haven't seen well, it. Well, about the no. Joker, no. That's but what I've I'm saying. But I'm saying they very easily could if they wanted to. Well, they have. I think they've seen it. I just haven't. I didn't hear one, yeah. not one, They've from already, this one. They've already used video games several months ago. They've already used Hollywood several yeah. times. And Hollywood's an easy leftist punching bag, and, and sometimes Hollywood kind of leaves himself open a few times. Well, but I was arguing to say that actually I think the censorship like, would come from someone that would identify as left for the Joker stuff because it's attacking, because they're bringing up the fact. I don't know. I don't know. What left voices have you heard? I'm saying who I don't even know who the voices are. We just right. know that it's a thing. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't even. But it felt like more of it was like saying like, "Is this the right time?" With a white dude with a bunch of guns. That's all I was saying. I, you know, I, I get why that argument would want to be made, but I, again, when it comes to a movie, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like, so we agree. when is yeah. the appropriate time to release a film? Because the last time I checked, crazy white guys shooting up public places has been a thing for years. So when do you then release a movie about that? And I don't hear anybody else saying that about other films. Like we have The Terminator that's coming out. That's a. It seems like a lot of white people one with movie guns that, with that, the future yeah. at stake. Something that seems there was 9/11 that. There, no, but then recently there was a movie that got uh, that got cut from distribution because it, it was like. Um, was it the hunt? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't the know. That's the only of, thing I've heard of recently. Bloomhouse, I think. Yeah, because that one I think specifically had in the script like 
right wing personalities. Like it literally, it wasn't even cloaked in and creativity. They, decide, they, they were just like, no, it was going. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and then of course, you know, it didn't help that you know the president jumped on it and basically made it very. Sergio Simpson was in that, I think. Really? Yeah, he had uh, a part in it. But all no, but back to it. Like even with your incredibly wrong take on uh, the interview uh, with uh, Seth Rogen a few years back. Uh, <laughs> You just you run into these things, and it just it's it's whatever the flavor flavor of the month is on what people are mad about, and uh, I'm glad we see it the same way. As far as uh, like, hey, this isn't our problem of anything. We got a million other things that are causing things to be wrong. Certainly, uh, we have a question from uh, Black Sheep to Travis's point about 007. Can we not agree the kids who picked odd job and moved around on their knee in multiplayer were early signs of future monsters? There's no doubt about it. Those are the kids we should have picked out immediately. Black Sheep's always on to something. He's correct. She, I just, yeah, I just... use these games to profile. I, yeah, I just... <laughs> what if that's how it's... <laughs> be a good way. Yeah. Whatever the FBI can do at yeah. this point. But, mm. yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm of the thought that, you know, a lot of us grew up on a lot of things that were very violent. A lot of us grew up in violent cities, you know. Some of us grew up in the most Can't dangerous imagine. city in America. And a lot of us didn't necessarily go on to, you know, shoot up schools or a movie right. theater. So I, I, th I think we need to start contextualizing. What's Are you saying to take information in moderation and make an opinion for yourself and your community? That's a very rational approach, Mr. Charles. I don't like it. That's a bad thing. Yeah, he's like, I feel very weird not, not screaming and just shouting things I have nothing to back I'll shout it. No, I'll shout at Todd oh, Phillips about... No, here, here, let's see. I was shouting shout about Todd Phillips about that. Oh, and that was we dumb. Can't, we can't do, I can't do comedy anymore. Excuse me. What? <laughs> like, shut up. Say what? You, you can't do comedy anymore because you're just not funny, I guess. But, that, but, but we all know he's funny. We all know he hacked the system and figured it out. So don't tell me. That's why I, th I think that's why people got mad, too. A, because the message was lazy. But then B, because it's like... You can't tell me you couldn't sit down and write another hit. Because you would. Chris. And he would. I watched. Tell me he wouldn't. Tell me he wouldn't. I think he I'll have, call I you think, a lie. I can certainly could. No, I know. But I think that adds the frustration. Yeah, you're like, oh, absolutely. Oh, you're just trying to look a certain way. Shut right. Up. And that's the other thing. Like, you're trying to not. I don't know. Trying to, like, I don't know if he's trying to endear himself to his, his buddies who are anti, who are against cancel culture. But I just watched a show this weekend. Uh, I think I just watched an episode of Big Mouth. If you haven't seen it, incredibly hilarious. But there are kids. There's a they, there's an episode where the they, kids 11? like 11, 12, they're like in uh, junior high. Yeah, they're in junior high, and there's an episode where, uh, as a joke, this there's this massive storm that comes through the town, and all the kids at the high school have a superpower. But remember, they're uh, prepubescent children who are just learning about their bodies and women and yeah. men and boys. And there's a character called Cum Monster. And his power is to literally form objects made of cum. And it's got a fourth season coming up on Netflix. So don't tell me you can't push the envelope. You can't be ridiculous and over the top in comedy the, in 2019. I just watched a show that had an episode where an 11-year-old superpower is called Cum Monster. Shut up, Todd Phillips. You're being lazy. Grow up. And congratulations on a successful weekend. Job well done. If you're looking for any international writers to hire for your next uh, project, uh, 
Hit your boy up at crdemon at weareliveradio.com. Okay, at least he got part of it wrong there. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> here's something I do want to see if Travis will scream about, okay. uh, which I agree with, actually. I said this about the Hobbit film. Sorry, Gardner, you look like you're antsy, buddy. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, you, I thought you had something. No, we're uh, missing some stuff, but we'll get to it. Oh, okay. Martin Scorsese, just uh, just sticking with the superhero stuff. Right. Uh, one of our favorites, both of our favorites, all of our favorites, maybe. Gardner, you probably have some weird vendetta against him because he looked at a cigarette wrong once or something. <laughs> uh, but uh, you smoke in your movies. Yeah. <laughs> right? Leo should have smoked more. Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, uh, there's a, an interview with him talking about the Marvel films, and he said they're actually not films. They're more akin to amusement park rides. Highly agree with this. That doesn't mean I don't like things. I uh -oh. said this about The Hobbit. I said this about The Hobbit uh -oh. because I went and watched The Hobbit after loving the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And I watched The Hobbit, and I was like, boy, did I feel like I was at Six Flags, and this is a rough one. Uh, and I didn't appreciate the story as much. Now, to combat what he said, I think there's story and heart and uh, entertainment infused into these that you would never get on an amusement ride. But I think you would be silly to not at least partially agree with him because a lot of these things are made in the fact, or became more of can we now sell this into a theme at our theme park and make people fly from all over the world and stay at our hotels, drink our beer, and eat our food? So you look like you're about to uh, blow your top. So well, I didn't realize you were going to... Before you gonna... go on a 20-minute um, uh -oh. tear, I do want to say thanks to Hillside Animal Hospital <laughs> and their great oh, work Oh, you're going to soften the blow by throwing in they... dogs. Well played, they, The great work that they do right here in St. Louis. Dr. Ed joins us each and every week for Dogs on Film featuring Sean of... Uh, what is that, Rosie's fame? Uh, HillsideAnimalHospital.net <laughs> is where you can find their capabilities online. I saw Dr. Ed over the weekend. Myself and Ian Edwards are looking at a car at the, uh, at the Grove Fest, and here comes Dr. Ed out on a run, keeping himself healthy, Travis. That's right. Go see Dr. Ed, HillsideAnimalHospital.net for more information. Your thoughts on just the headline. I know you probably didn't read the article. I haven't read the article, but I did tend to... Uh, I, I've said that before, not necessarily about the Marvel stuff, but... If you're him, can't you see his perspective? I don't, and here's why. Because he said it himself. He hasn't finished a film. You don't. You don't get partial credit. No, that doesn't how it works. No, no. If you're Martin years. Scorsese, who is one of the greatest filmmakers of any generation, there's yep. no denying that. For James sure. Gunn and everybody who's responded to Martin Scorsese acknowledge what we already know is that he's one of the greatest filmmakers. Well, hey, don't of you a generation. Okay. With that being to said, your point, to your point, do you think if he watched maybe what he saw? If I saw Goodfellas, I, what would if you I only saw him? half of Goodfellas and I said, this ain't nothing but a thug-ass movie about thugs and gangsters. Who, this ain't cinema. This is just glorification of gangs. I would say. And I've only seen. And I, if, if I, would I say said classic that, Travis. There you go. And then you would shout there me down. There you go. And, you would there you say go. and I would be like, right. you know what? You're right, Chris. No, no, no. You're always right. No, but hey, if you had to suggest one film to him, I have one in mind. What would you suggest to him to watch? Be like, all right. Martin Scorsese is going to say he'll watch any of the Marvel films, and you need to convince him that they're films, not Was it Marvel toys. films or comic book films? I thought he said comic book films. Uh, let me pull it up here. Sorry. Because I just want to make sure if I... Because if, if there was a Marvel film... I believe he said... The headline, I thought, said Marvel. Okay. If it's Marvel, then... Oh, man. I have a list that I can go to. Well, you just go one. Which one do you pick? I want to know if it's mine. <sighs> man, if I had to choose one... I would shoot. I would go with the, I would go with the original Iron Man. Would you? I would go Iron Man. Huh. No, see, I would go... See, I would play to his love 
of music and everything else. I would go the Guardian? with the, the, the first Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. That's Because of all, all the great soundtrack. Story's good. It's entertaining. And I think he could appreciate it. I mean, I, 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 again, respectfully disagree, only because, one, Martin Scorsese acknowledged that he's never finished an actual Marvel film, and I think that's not fair. That's a disservice to another creative. That's a disservice to the craft. You can't judge something without actually seeing it. And for a guy like Martin Scorsese, who's had his own history of people dogging his films and what they stand for and what they truly mean in regards to cinema, I, again, am shocked and surprised that I don't know what's going on in Hollywood. And maybe when these guys do, and they should have opinions. And maybe it's just because these guys are doing endless interviews. And that's another thing that happens. But I don't understand how you can judge a film without seeing it. And I don't think that's fair. And I think there are a lot of world-class actors that have worked with Martin Scorsese that have worked on these Marvel films. And they talk about the craft. They talk about the story. They talk about what goes into making these movies work. And I think it's a cheap shot. I don't. Uh, people get older and they just get doubly crankier. I don't understand. I, this is to, to say it's not cinema. You ready for this? That's that's horseshit. From James Gunn, uh, I was outraged when people picketed the Last Temptation of Christ without having seen the film. I'm saddened that he's now judging my films in the same way. He added that said, uh, and this is from Variety. I always will always love Scorsese. Be grateful for his contribution to cinema, and can't wait to see The Irishman. And I James think everybody Gunn feels the same way. And it was. And I think everybody feels the same way. That's why I think Samuel Jackson went as far as to, he went a little bit further than that and said, well, not everybody loves Martin Scorsese films either. He has an opinion, let him have it. But I, I just think that's unfair to the people who bust their ass, the screenwriters, the producers, the directors, the cinematography. There's real art in these projects. And if you haven't seen it, then you shouldn't be able to form an opinion on it. Mm. Now, if he sat through it and came to that conclusion, then so be it. But you can't sit through a first act of a film and just say, this is what it is. That just doesn't work that way for me. I think he's an older guy and I think he's super busy all the time, all this stuff. But I think if he sat through Guardians of the Galaxy... I think he's pissed off that his grandkids love it. uh, I think he's pissed off that his kids love it. And this could be a throwaway quote from something too. But I would just say, I bet if he watched Guardians of the Galaxy, he would go, all right, I get it. I think what, from what I read in the article, um, I don't know if I read the whole thing or not. It's been a while since I remember looking at it. Um, it seemed like he was saying these types of stories aren't like real human stories. They're, that they don't have that those elements involved mm-hmm. because of how they're designed and what they are. And so that's... I guess that's his that's his opinion on right, it. Right, sure. So like the emotion, the feelings, the real the problems and all that, he's like aren't real human. That's how he that's from what I gathered from him. That's and then how, I, that's how he views it from what I read. And and that's understandable, but then I would say then we'll watch Black Panther then. Because Black Panther in itself isn't necessarily a theme park story. It's a story it's the, a story about the giant being irreversible. It's, it, well, that was awesome. That was really, really, really cool. But it, it is a story about... It's a unique story. And one thing that no, I think Coogler did... Yeah. I think what Coogler did with Black Panther, he doesn't get a ton of credit for, is that that's a, that's a real-world question. If you know that people who look like you around the world are suffering, and you have the means to prevent that level of suffering, when do you interject? When do you involve yourself in helping these people that struggle and look like you? 
I, that's a real. Is that not a real well, I human question? I thought they did a good job. I saw a story about a no, no. group of people hoarding technology. Hoarding technology and to hurt others. Or sure, if you want to. Or not. That's so evil. That's right. But yeah, I, that's I, right. So I agree. Black <laughs> Panther was should have been considered an enemy of Captain America due to his selfish behavior. I think even and Wakanda, th- not forever. <laughs> I think, and then if you look at movies like Dark Knight and you look at movies like Logan. Woo! I think Woo! these are fen- these are phenomenal stories with a sh- a real human element. And again, I'm just more so, like I said, with Todd Phillips. I'm surprised that people who have had their work, like Todd Phillips, people killed The Hangover, and still people went to the theaters and went to go see it. They talked about the content and whether it was too gratuitous for a guy to do the Passion of the like to to do excuse me not the Passion of the Christ, but to, for Scorsese to have a history of films that have been so controversial and they've been People have questioned whether or not it's overkill in regards to cinema. And so they have people who have these backgrounds say these things. It just feels weird. Like it's almost like it's almost like a Lindsey Graham situation. Like, where was the old you? Where where did the old you go? What happened in your life recently that caused you to suddenly flip? Like to hear Scorsese and Phillips, this is so weird to me because these guys have had their work completely obliterated by critics based on its gratuitous violence or gratuitous sex. And now here they are playing the old grandpa on the road. Get off my lawn! Really? You two? E2 Brutus? E2 Brutus. Brute. Brute. I don't know. I, we, had, we had the public school version in school. Sorry, oh. man. Sorry. We didn't get the whole... We didn't get the actual Shakespeare. We got... Uh, his name was like uh, Billy Shakes. Oh, Billy Shakes was the I went to public school as well. He didn't get that version. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. But do you not find? But isn't I that just a little cornfield bit... around my high school? But I we had literal cows next to our high school, and it was just—if you know the whole story, like the only land, the land that was given to the high school was given to a guy who used to own Murphy? half of. Yeah, it was Murphy. He'd settled it, hmm. do that. But every single time a, a school would roll in to play you in a sport, that's the first thing they saw: cows next to your high school. <laughs> saw your cheerleaders on the way in. Oh, that's pretty funny. I, I, I think, I think it's just. I agree. It's seeing creatives beat up on each other is just weird, and I think there are too many respect creative on creative crime. I hate it. It just and shows, I, and I hate it, it shows that they don't see each other in the same light. They don't, and that's funny because again, we there have been world class actors who have worked with Scorsese, Samuel Jackson being one of them, who are in these films, and I'm just. I don't, I'm confused. I'm just utterly confused. And then he, for him to even say it when his co-star in The Irishman is in The Joker, that's also interesting, but it's just, it I don't know. It feels self-righteous anytime it does. you hear people call it cinema to begin with. But wouldn't oh, he be I, the I, film I, cinema? I agree, but wouldn't he this be? This isn't true. Like, like if you say right. if you're having a layman's conversation, right. uh, you use movie or film. Film, right. Like when someone uses cinema... You know where they're coming. This he be isn't the one true person? cinema. This isn't cinema. Eagle, the glasses is coming. How is this allowed in the theater? Cinema. Wouldn't he be the one person allowed to say cinema? I He's he old can, enough. but yeah. it still sounds yeah. self-righteous. Is what okay. I would say. I think. I think at the root of a lot Hollywood of Hollywood elite. I think the reason why, and I think, and for whatever reason, people just think it's just the CGI and the toys. Well, I mean, these are good the, stories. Those, these are what they are. People oh, are go- people oh, are yeah. going. People like, are going I don't to know, see. I think that's a pretty big part of their plan. I mean, yeah. sure, yeah. Technology has a part in regards to telling these stories, but yeah. people are showing up in droves around the world, mind you. Mm-hmm. Not just Americans, but people across the country, across the globe, are watching these films, and they're going one, two, three times because there is story. If it was just 
pomp and circumstance, people wouldn't be returning multiple times. They wouldn't be maybe, investing as much as they do into these films. Maybe Scorsese's upset because the dirty little secret is he can't create a story like that. Maybe he can only tell the Bite human stories, the only stories that are presented to him. Be the best damn superhero movie ever. Maybe oh. he can't create like that. Maybe he wouldn't come up with vibranium. <laughs> maybe. Just maybe. I mean, that's I, it. I think, and it's maybe also he here's another thing that's also very to be the Spider-Man. But it's, it's eating him alive inside, and, and it, he can't say anything, and so he's projecting. Well, I mean, and look again. Scorsese is one of the great, but he also look some of his best films come from outstanding source material too that's what i'm saying the, the, so i'm the, saying first oscar came from a remake so i'm saying exactly so i'm saying i think departed with pumped a Japanese the, i just i just maybe wish. he's nothing more than a game of thrones writer through seven seasons <laughs> bite, bite your tongue man i look i'm just presenting a possibility no, you're trying to cause chaos and we won't stand for that on this program. well i've never done that before yeah that's well, speaking of chaos boys and girls oh, this has been one chaotic though. month of glory know. we're not doing it today it is time. oh we're not we're gonna have to kick it we ain't nothing we gotta kick man we got a whole half hour we haven't done Cocktoberfest. that's yet. what i was trying to get to if you oh. just take a deep no, breath and like take we a pill like i would say a, a chaotic month of glory if you all would just stop and listen and take your white privilege out of your face that's Cocktoberfest. Same gartner let's kick it off with of course our songs of the day okay Cocktoberfest playlist you ready travis let's do it your first one schism by tool <laughs> Last time you rocked out that one. Well, how's that go, Chris? Is it the one which I think it's. I get Tool songs confused for forty minutes because I'm not big into Tool. See, I'm mad at myself because I'm not into Tool. I went to their concert last time they were in town. Did you really? That's kind of creepy. It was actually fun. How old is Tool now? Forty nine? Fifty? They've been around now. Fifty-five. Well, this is like their first. They just dropped their first album in what? Ten years? Yeah, more than that. Uh, I think it's that one that you're doing. Uh, is schism? So tool. I know the pieces fit that one. You doing Maynard there? Yeah. Wasn't that it? <laughs> he makes wine now. How about that? Yeah, he does jujitsu and makes wine. Big day. That's what that guy. <laughs> Happy Oktoberfest miracle. You know where his winery is? The front man. It's in Arizona. I bought. I not, bought bottle of wine. Wait a minute. Not what? far from where? Because he was in Tool. Huh? I bought it as a gift. Not. Not far from where? In Arizona. In oh an artsy boy. community. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll let you handle that one. Yeah. It's oh, called, what's there's the, another, what's there's the another the one song? that's worse than Katie Tubin now. Now it's Megan Anderson. Uh-oh. Oh. I'll take a look. Australian. Well, she looks like Katie Tubin with a bunch of tattoos and fights. And oh. she's based in Kansas City. Is this the one that you were tweeting <clears throat> at over the weekend? Oh, de- yeah. <laughs> yep. She got a big win. I got to let her know we support her. I, I saw the tweet and I said, Chris is going to have Oh, to don't play that. It's going to get pulled. Oh, That'll get right. pulled. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or else we would be playing the song. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to hear it. I didn't know what the, no. if I recognized the song. I got you. Okay, my bad. We'll okay, ta- back we'll to Cocktoberfest. So, uh, Schism by Tool is the first song on the list. The second one? Hey, I hope you guys uh, have tickets oh to boy. the NHL All-Star oh Game no. in January. Oh boy. When I Come Around by Green Day. <sighs> How does that go? Ba-da-dum-bum-bum, ba-da-dum-bum-bum-bum. 
starts off like that. I'm going to shout again to the world go round and everything. I believe this is the one we got in trouble for walking around the like uh, basketball courts in fifth grade, just like singing the entire album. Oh, really? They were like, yeah, maybe, maybe you could edit that a little. Uh, what, Dookie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was a great album cover too. Yeah, like a bunch of cartoons, and you're like, "Oh, look, there's that." The lettering, the, dog the lettering s- yeah. stuck out to the younger folk, I think. So uh, Green Day, "When I Come Around," and Tool "Schism" are your mm. two songs. Sounds fun for the Cocktoberfest uh, playlist. How delightful is that? How delightful! Calm down over there. Okay, sorry. What are you planning? Black Uary already? I'm and not planning anything. I'm, yeah. I cannot just black enjoy black, or Black History Month. Clip that off. Let's send black that to the Let's get Gardner out of here. <laughs> that is the most yeah. white thing, the whitest thing you can say during Cocktoberfest. Black Uary. Gardner, that's, I, I watched Black Klansman recently. That sounds like one of the dudes, the <laughs> super hyper over racified uh, clan members. They would have said that. They, black bitch, Uary? They would have said that. What do they want? Blackuary. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this before <laughs> I put it out. Legitimately, that's something. No, they no, no. Said. You will not. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh my gosh. Before we do our pop they're, culture, they're in soap commercials and everything <laughs> now. They're taking over. What is this, Blackuary? <laughs> that's good. Like that. Yeah, Adam that Driver is <laughs> acting like he hates Jewish people in <laughs> undercover as a six foot five Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah. They were on to him as a Jewish guy. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Before we do our pop culture, which is a celebration and of an element of white culture, I wanted to look back at something from last week real quick, because Travis is playing dress-up something last week to get involved with Cocktoberfest. Get Just a quick side-by-side for everyone. Just so you can see what we were oh, doing. Wow. Oh, thank you. I nailed it. Yeah. Maybe, too, I can be mediocre think? at my job and keep it for almost 10 years. Well, they... Never had a losing season. Yeah. Oh, that's how. Oh, wow. No losing season. I guess we played 162 games. Technically, been part of two World Series. Payroll about the size of a small country, but sure. Not having a World Series appearances. The fans just completely just gave you money hand over fist, and you still try to find a way to talk about a budget. But all right. Cubs dynasty lasted like six years. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. All right. Oh, oh my God. Bless you. You just sneeze into a blanket. Give it to a Native American, you jerk. Well, one more time, just just for look uh, at that. That does look good. You look did a good job. You just yeah. send it to Mo. Send that to Mo. You're, I you're, you're good here. with the Cardinal folks. Send it to them. Boy, have you interviewed him before, Gardner? I don't think we have. I've talked to him. <laughs> he would not do such. I, a thing. Man, I, I believe we filled in or something. I don't think we've talked to him. But uh, boy, even with like layup people, layup questions with people, he's obviously like they're kind of on the Cardinals payroll, like. He is not easy to interview. <laughs> Everything he says is kind of a condescending School of Bill Belichick. It's, it's of interesting. Bell. And he's not dry. mean. He's not mean. But he's like, uh, can you explain that further? Like, uh, he and I disagree on an item. And it's been documented in public before. Yeah, so. You discussed <laughs> it in public? Oh, I forgot. Yeah. What was that? It was about opt-out clauses. Oh, and he got mad, right? He got a little... Uh, Miffed. A little short with me. Oh, okay, that's right. And... Uh, I kind of stepped forward and asked, followed up. So, oh boy, but, oh well, it's okay. Okay, back I to still love I still yeah. love them. Yeah. Um, today for pop culture. Are you ready? Okay. Get 
the whitest thing a white man has ever whited in his life? Mosh pits! <laughs> mosh pits! Never oh, been man. in a mosh pit. No you desire. never have? Like Shaq? Never, oh, no, gosh. no, I have a desire to be in one. And that didn't count because no one even swung on Shaq, so that can't Nobody swings on you. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, never, never got It's a young man's game. I will say what we've seen for pop culture, are, I, if they have been things that do not appeal to black people at all. So mm-hmm. that's a really, you're doing a good job at p- picking We're these things. We're trying to because, narrow it down here. Because mosh, like you did float trips and now mosh pits, and these aren't things that we, St. Patrick's Day, these are things we we're fine watching from a distance. Like mosh pit isn't a thing. I've never heard any of my homies who've even done the craziest of the craziest things. Does they go. even do like you, you think of mosh pits? You think of metal at, at times, right? right? It, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not going to be like Tool. Right. Tool is a different style. Uh, you know, maybe Green Day. Maybe no, you, it did. Like there was like the famous like mosh pit at Green Day at Woodstock yeah. with all everything, but like yeah, there's some pop like mosh pits. Like I don't know where make eighties Metallica. Yeah. Would have felt like a mosh pit thing, but I don't even know if that was happening because it was more like headbanging. No, it's like da- like death metal. I is guess what you think of, but uh, but then it it got co opted by like EDM butt rock. Oh, they do those. At EDM, EDM is taking it because I have found some EDM really? footage. Really? Uh, I wanted to show this to okay. you. What do we got? These are at EDM concerts. These are videos of mosh pits taking place. Oh, there. okay. That just seems. Oh, my anxiety just went through the freaking roof right there. Oh, now that looks. Now that doesn't look crazy. It's like a bunch on. of kids just jumping around yeah. and shit. But this is just part of them. This is the beginning. Uh, of my the anxiety video. is just going through the roof as we speak. Okay. Yeah, it's, again, it's a you young ready? man's thing. Okay, that seems pretty innocent. Doesn't look too. Once crazy. Once again, this is an EDM concert. Okay, just a bunch of white boys jumping around in a circle. That well, ain't that's terrible. What's, that's what. Okay. okay, I don't see any fists being thrown. Anybody getting too physical? It's not bad. <laughs> A bunch of seems like I'd be exhausted. I'm trying to think like, like ten minutes. I'd be too tired. I've been to metal shows, and uh, Triangle Assassin has suggested we get Travis to a gore show okay. for a uh, Trevue, which would be hilarious. This should be a good one here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go They just run into each other. Oh my anxiety! Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> they used to do this thing at, at some shows, this and they would say, "Incredibly exhausted." Oh my god, my body. They would do this thing at some shows, and they would call it the Braveheart. Mm-hmm. And they would separate the crowd and be like, you guys go to that side. Yeah. And then you guys go to that side. And they would have you run into each other. And yes. everyone would do it. Um, this is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> our boy Birch was uh, an offensive tackle in high school. If you show up to a mosh pit with a guy who stays low and chops his feet in the mosh pit, you mm-hmm. can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can squat a small car <laughs> and these little pop punk kids are trying to mosh with them. It's it's like a it's like a, a pre, like a air jet, like a hydraulic jack just <laughs> hits you with two Jesus. hands. You get an offensive lineman in there. I remember that when I decided moshing was no longer for me, uh, I was seventeen no and longer uh, for you. yeah, I was seventeen and we were on a trip to Puerto Vallarta and it was like one of these rackets where they just talk every high school kid in from all over the country to being like, it's grad week. You have to celebrate graduating high school by being in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely a guy who went on to play free safety for the Arizona State Sun Devils, like six foot five jacked white dude was like, oh, we're moshing at this <laughs> like stupid thing. We were just having fun jumping around and stuff. And he was like, we cool to mosh? And we were all like, yeah, man, yeah. And he launched like four people through that. And I remember like <laughs> slamming. He was like, oh, it's on. And I was like, yeah, for sure. We're all big guys. Yeah, let's have some fun. And then you go flying through the air and hit uh, something metal. I'm like, 
I don't, this doesn't make the music better. This kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. I kind of like, I kind of, when I see moshing, I think of like eating crab legs. I shouldn't put up this much work mm-hmm. in order to enjoy something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's, and the mountain, look, look, do what you got to do. I would rather young white males do that as okay. opposed to their other All options right. they've used in the past. Well, let's talk about so that. So I'm game, I'm game for, I'm game, oh, good for mosh pits. Good, good for you guys. Good for Clocktober and mosh pits. Yeah, good for you guys. Mm. So that's our celebration, our pop culture. Our pop culture. For today. Job well done. We'll have more tomorrow. <sighs> well. Oh my gosh. There was another thing we would do at rock concerts. This is again, this is not fair. It was like I was tall, so like we get tired of getting kicked in the head, right? Because you want to be up close. You kicked in the head enough. You have other friends with you that are kind of like meatheads or super strong or whatever. If three or four really strong grown men gobble in a uh, crowd surfer mm-hmm. and you get it together and you go one, two, three, and then you launch them, you can like throw people like twenty feet in the air with four people, and they enjoyed it. Are you but saying that you've was done a, this? Was fun. I may have been the the herder. Because I could pull them from the top of the crowd. <coughs> it was pretty funny. Good Does times. your community do this, Travis? My community will not. Have Is you ever been at a rap concert where gunfire went off? I have not. I was thinking you had a story about that. No, I don't. I didn't have my... <laughs> That Somebody doesn't happen. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really haven't? I've never been to a concert at all uh, where a gunshot has gone off. Mm-hmm. I've been to clubs. To okay. There's that's a story though. where you had to rush out of somewhere. Right? Ah, but I didn't even rush when the gunfire went out. You're like, man, that's messed up. Yeah. Next anyway, song, please. Your, take, <laughs> shake your tail feather. Because sometimes with a lot of things, like with rap songs, like gunshots are in the song. So mm. sometimes you don't even know. You're like, oh, man, that's dope how they dropped that beat. What? What? Somebody's bleeding over there? Uh-huh. Ah, well, it'd be like that sometimes. Turn it up, DJ. thought you were real cool whenever you turned up that part on the DMX album, didn't I you? Did. Like, look at me. Well, I don't care what anybody says. We'll do the other one tomorrow. <laughs> no, I wanted to do mine today. We had eight minutes. Gardner, yeah. can we do it? Gardner, Gardner, Gardner. No, because Gardner. we're going to need some Well, we're going to run it to Dave Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> you know what you got? Money. Uh, Black Sheep I makes a great that, point. I would play that, but I can't see it on my screen because yeah. it's cracked. <laughs> well, that oh. I'll get the videotape and we'll get somebody to replace yours. Black Sheep reminding us the element of dehydration in the middle of summer was an added bonus at Warp Tour. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. You've never, you've never seen white people um, on another planet when they had to have been taking painkillers and take like half a drink of one of those guitar beers they sell out of River City mm-hmm. or whatever, River uh, Port, and... It's the middle of summer. It's 110 degrees, and they're watching Andrew WK or whatever freaking band is just going wild. And you just see people, like, their eyes are in four different directions. They don't know their name or where they're at or anything. So Warp Tour would have been a good one for that, too, mm-hmm. for sure. And unnecessary moshing. Like, you get a band, like a really, like, cheesy band, like a simple plan, playing their songs. Like, do you, is this really moshable why music? Are you doing this? Yeah. Like, why, what are we doing why here? Why are you doing this? Yeah. You just vomited up the free Yoohoo you were given oh. at the uh, skateboard uh, stand. Okay. We'll so talk more is. concerts tomorrow. Happy okay. October, everybody. Do you have a big one planned for tomorrow? Uh, for October? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll uh, figure it out after the show. Oh. It's usually day by day. Okay. We have a list. and then Keep we it fresh in case there's a new hot new base. Something could happen. All right. You don't know. Okay. So try to, uh, we'll address it after the show. Okay. That but makes we'll, sense. We'll definitely be discussing music again 
when we play the Great American Race tomorrow. Okay, we'll do that. Some quick reminders, and then we can do some shout-outs to everybody. Uh, happiest Hour, again, this Thursday, 6 o'clock start for comedy. Uh, we're going to do that right here at Sophie's on the second floor of the Dot Zach building. That's 3224 Locust Street. We'll have comedy, Jack Daniels specials, Schlafly specials, all of those happening this Thursday. And don't worry, because if you can't make that, you can come to our second Thursday show at Gaslight and Gastro Pit over in the Shaw area. Oh, it's at Shaw and Kings Highway. Travis, you did some time last week. Very funny. Great job. It's on the hill. Thank you. Come join us for uh, great food and laughs starting around 8.30 every single Thursday right here on the south side of St. Louis. And then again, one more time, Oktoberfest this weekend. We'll be hosting that. It'll be a heck of a time over in Soulard Market Park. Very excited to be doing this for the second year in a row. Look out for us and uh, our friend John Pertzborn will be there. He's a legit multimedia journalist, so don't forget that. Oh, uh, there he is. There hey, he Johnny. Is. Johnny Pertz, everybody. Johnny P. Mm. Oh, you guys got some shout-outs today. Yeah, shout-out to Megan Anderson. Big win down in Australia on the UFC event. Uh, she wasn't the main event. Israel Adesanya. I feel like there's an the undertone to the this shout-out. The second ever oh. Nigerian champion, Nigerian-born champion in the UFC. See, this is me saying, look over here. Yeah, Travis. why? <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about He's the six good. foot. Don't worry about the six foot lady who uh, looks exactly like about 20 girls I've dated mm -hmm. uh, winning. But yeah, He's shout out to, to Megan stop Anderson. following her on Yeah. yeah I, had, I, had I was like, congrats, Megan. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it and I saw it and I started I was, laughing. I was legitimately actually. excited for her because she's never fought in Australia and she trains out of Kansas City. And I know the guys that train her in mm. Kansas City. And I was so excited. I was I like, great tell. win. Great win. I, I saw it and I started laughing. Yeah, I knew that. So we have and a. I, and I, like, I just should just not even use anything because anything I tweet out immediately, I'm like, why'd I do that? Why, who cares about you this? You in love. That's what happens when you're in love. Yeah. Gardner, who are you shouting out today? I don't know if I have any shout outs. On Cocktoberfest? Really? No, no one? one? Not like not, the not, makers of Rosie's? I don't know. What about the, the folks at what about the first folks at Urgent Care? Urgent Care of you. <laughs> okay. What I about your cane that? maker? Yeah, your uh, cane maker. I don't know who made it. <laughs> shout out to Michael Kane. Yeah, there you and go. And a shout out to the folks at Total Access Urgent Care for taking care of me. David steroids shot. You're welcome. Shout out to Sean for driving me. Nice. There. Oof, that was more oh, dangerous than yeah, the, the say that. accident. <laughs> and then sitting in there. I gotta go to the bathroom. I, and <laughs> as I'm going in. I go, so I'll, be, I'll be out. I don't know how long it's going to take. He's like, okay, chop, chop. Ah. <laughs> You're like, you move slower than me with a bum leg. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to the oldest living president ever, Jimmy Carter. And he had a, wow. he, he had a little bit of an accident over the weekend as oh, well. No. He had a black eye. He's doing oh. okay. He fell. Uh, he had to get stitches, Nothing but he's doing harder fine. than seeing an older person with a black eye. Yeah, it's oh, so that's tough. Awful. But Jimmy Carter is still with us. I think he just recently celebrated his 95th birthday, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. It's 95 or 6? Uh, 95. 95. 95. Yeah, the, the oldest. Is he the oldest ever living president? I'm not sure, but that. I feel it's hard like. To top that. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he's <laughs> the longest living, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Jimmy Carter. Uh, and get well soon, Jimmy G. Jimmy C. Oh. Jimmy G. I did Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, because he's playing in football. Oh, okay. Did you bet on that game? Yeah, I did. Ah, <laughs> Quick question: Cardinal, Cardinals uh, season end today? Yeah, it ends tonight. Uh, no, it was fun by our last. But yeah, it's over. By the way, you know what? Let's do a group shout out to Adam Wainwright. Oh my God, uh, that's a good one. First yeah, of all, good one. I and like you that. know what? Another thing, um, they're like, 
He's so old. Oh, God, look at him. Oh, he pinched him. Look at the old man walking to the mound. Look at him go. He's 30. a six foot seven professional athlete. He's 38. He would have literally been he's three he's years younger older than, than Gardner. He's younger he would have been a senior when we were freshmen. He's like, shut up. The guy, he could, play, he could pitch. You know what? After this year, and maybe, you know what? If they loosen the restrictions on it, give it to him. The guy could pitch another couple years, maybe. I'm starting to also think that I don't having, want him to, but. having a bunch of kids also leads to you living longer and being like more athletic long like i'm noticing the theme like philip rivers eddie murphy adam wainwright the more kids you have you the to, older you get the i guess well, you got all you're that motivated in. yeah and you don't want to go home <laughs> there it is i feel like that may be it because i'm like what is up with these guys with 19 Wayne kids Wayne's adopting kids yeah like yeah. Wayne's like on child number seven i think Salute to that man because he's a, and you know what, and, and I'm glad you pointed that out. He's also amazing in this community, and and you, you I, I I always want to point that out because he had a it's killer. Very he, had a, he had a very good season this year, and he had then a very good season this seven year. Seven and two thirds, uh, no earned up, runs, yeah, just, eight Ks. He That's was, insane. He was outstanding. And what yeah, he's done right. in the community is more important than anything he's ever done. Yes, I completely he's, agree. He's one that has taken his platform yes. and done. He just done great for it. And, and not I ever always... compromised himself or no. anything. No, no, and he's Think always about that. He's a guy who's like he's obviously very into religion. And from what you've seen, at least, like he doesn't ever make himself look dumb. He well, doesn't he ever doesn't... criticize where it shouldn't be criticized, and then get caught, you know, with the uh, maid in the uh, in the bowels. Of and then not only that, like he he does it so where it's like, hey, I know some of my teammates ain't religious. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll share that with my religious. He, he just feels know. like he does it in He's a way a that is isn't in your face overbearing. He does it in a way that's respectful, and but he respects everyone, he and maintaining what he believes yeah. in, and that you can't help but respect a great guy. Mm -hmm. But so, good shout out, call Chris. Good job. Uh, real quick from Tom Brown, Jimmy Carter might have a black black eye, but you should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Carter, Trump, right now, who wins? I'm the top. I'm the toughest of the planet. Kyle Donegan doing Trump, my version. <laughs> I've never lost a fight. Uh, I think if he can make Trump just trip over that he can't get up. I think that's like true, too. I think. <laughs> you see the front of that fella? I'll never forget how I felt. And again, I go out of my way to ignore things he says and just be like, oh, this man has asked to, you know, at a certain point, hopefully things overcome. But I'll never forget how offended I was that he said he weighed 250 pounds. I was so pissed. And I was like, that was probably our day where height. we both. I was like, all right, man. Yeah, that right. was the day where it really did it for all of us. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa, hey, whoa, I ain't doing whoa. This. Like, bro, no. If that, then I weigh 700 pounds. If you weigh 250, <laughs> I've weighed 250 pounds. He's at 245, man. 245. 245. And I, and I look goddamn good when I weigh 245. And I was like, that ain't 245, bro. Yeah. So you are it, not. You are not that lacking of muscle mass. I think if you could just dodge him. One time and get him off mm. balance and just whoop. piece him up. Yeah, just, just let him. I just need to see him run once. Push him over. I just need to see him run once. We've seen Obama run. We've seen George W. run. We've seen Billy run. I think we've you, even seen Hillary run. I want to see him run. Were you aware that Israel Adesanya became uh, the second ever Yes, Nigerian? I did, Chris. Oh, really? I got the alert on my phone. Did you? <laughs> All my Nigerian friends let me know. Okay, gotcha. And no, I will not do my Nigerian accent. What do you gonna ask I've you. seen more goat jokes from you on Twitter towards your Nigerian friends ever that if I made one of those, it would be flayed in the street. And oh, here's yeah. the funny thing about all of that. Like, <laughs> I told them this because they're like, because they have like what they call real jobs and careers. And so I go, yeah, you would be my lawyer. You would be my manager. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my, like, yeah, I know I made those goat jokes. But at the end of the day, 
I would put my life in your hands. Is it offensive for me? Like, if I'm talking about Tom Brady and I put goat out there, are they offended? Will you add the flag and then you start, will you do that? How do they go? Then, yes, it becomes very offensive. There's a part where if you're just listening, Travis is the black one. I'm Chris Gardner, and this has been We Are Live. Chris Gardner's black, too. Will Smith played him in a movie. Very true. It all comes full circle. Guys, thank you so much. Be sure to tell your friends about our show. Support all the sponsors that support us. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. Another great week. If you missed last week, go back and listen to Ian Edwards. That was really good. See ya. Wait, hold on. And Akeem Woods. Uh, peace? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah, peace in China. <laughs>